in this week's Triton Spotlight, we're talking men's hoops with Triton senior Bryce Pope. The San Diego native reflects on his Triton career to date, how he stays composed with the game on the line, and what it was like growing up with a twin brother. How does he escape from basketball and life's stresses? And what gets him ready for a game? You'll find out in a moment in this week's Triton Spotlight. Plus, we'll put Bryce through the ringer as our popular Quick Picks segment returns. Welcome to episode 92 of Triton Cast, the podcast for UC San Diego Athletics. I'm Jeff Turiel. Whether you found us on your favorite podcast platform or on UCSDTritons.com, we're so happy you've tuned in this week. And if you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate us, or write a brief review. Before we get to this week's Triton Spotlight, let's take a trip around campus. It was a strong start for women's water polo, who won three out of four to begin their season last weekend in Santa Barbara. The fencing teams also picked up a sweep in Philadelphia, and men's basketball sits just a half game out of first place in the Big West, and the Tritons will host Spirit Night on Thursday. This week's University Credit Union Athletes of the Week are Andrea Petkovic from Men's Swimming and Kira Wu from Women's Fencing. Congrats to those two. Now it's on to this week's Triton Spotlight. Here's our conversation with men's basketball senior, Bryce Pope. Bryce, let's start with this year's team. Why has this season been so fun? Yeah, well, first and foremost, um, you know, it's definitely uh, a lot more fun when you're when you're winning a lot of games. Um, you know, that makes that makes everything a lot better. Um, you know, I think the the energy from this uh, from this group, um, you know, from day one, uh, going to Italy, traveling with the team. Um, I just think the energy has been right. And, uh, you know, I've loved loved every minute with this with this group. And uh, we're playing playing really good basketball right now. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's a joy to, to go to practice every day and travel with these guys. And, you know, it's just it's just been a blast. Let's talk about that Italy trip. Well, first of all, what was your favorite part? I liked Florence. That was, that was my favorite part. Um, just the city, um, you know, it was very, uh, very lively, you know, the energy in the city was, was awesome. And, uh, the nightlife was great there as well. So it was, that was my, uh, my favorite part of the trip. And in terms of, of the basketball and, and building the camaraderie as a team, getting to spend that time with your teammates in August, how has that helped you all this season? I think it, it definitely gave us uh you know a little little head start to the season um you know that's uh that was a great opportunity getting to you know those live game reps um it's hard to you know replicate uh you know that that intensity of a of a game setting um obviously you know you you practice um you know for months leading up the season um in training camp and and whatnot but um it's hard to really replicate that those game situations and, um, you know, to have the opportunity to play three games in Italy, um, you know, obviously with the last game being against a very good uh, professional team in Italy, you know, it's just something that I think has really boded well for us, um, you know, this season. And I think it's showing, um, you know, with our record and, and how well we're playing. Yeah. One thing with this year's team and you and I have talked a little bit about this, but different audience here on the podcast so we'll, we'll talk about it again but you all are, are eight and one at home as we record why have you been so good at lion tree arena this year 
Yeah, it started, it definitely starts with the crowd. You know, we've had, we've had great home, home crowds. Um, the fans have been, have been great this year, um, you know, showing out and, and supporting us, you know, and like you said, we're eight and one, but, um, and that one loss, uh, you know, could have gone either way if the ball bounces differently. Um, in that San Diego state game, you know, we're, we're sitting here undefeated at home. So, um, yeah, it's just a testament to, to our home crowd and, feeding off the crowd's energy. Um, you know, I love playing in front of the home crowd and I know, you know, guys in the locker room next to me, uh, feel the same way. Um, it's just a very special feeling, um, you know, getting to, to run out in, in front of your home crowd and, and, uh, you know, play well in front of your, your friends and, and your family and the students. And yeah, I think there's something special going on every time we play at that line tree arena. Let's back up a little bit. How did you end up choosing UC San Diego? How did that come about? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I, uh, you know, growing up in San Diego, I was a, a local, local guy, a uh, local product, went to Torrey Pines High School, had, had a good career there. And, you know, I started getting recruited by, um, you know, Coach Olin and the, and the staff, um, Coach Aller as well. Uh, going into my senior year, um, playing, playing club and, um, you know, those guys, they, they came to a lot of my high school games, you know, being close by. Um, so uh, I had a really good relationship with with uh, Coach Olin and, and uh, the staff. And, you know, I just felt came on a visit and just felt it felt right. Um, you know, I, I gelled really well with the coaches and I felt like they could, you know, the way they talked about my game and, and what I could do, uh, you know, the kind of career I could have at, at UC San Diego. Um, it was a no brainer for me. Um, and then, you know, my friends and family being able to come to, to all my games is definitely the the cherry on top. So I'm, I'm definitely uh, really glad with the decision I made. I think it's uh, worked out well for me. Your first year here, you redshirted, which was the team's final division two season. What was that like for you after the high school career you had, right? And, and playing all growing up to go put in all the work in practice and then you get to games and you weren't able to participate. Yeah, that was a, that was definitely a tough year uh, for me. Um, you know, obviously like hindsight's, you know, 2020, uh, you don't really like looking back it, it was obviously good for my development, but you know, when you're going through something and you're in the moment, sometimes it's hard to kind of have perspective and see, um, you know, past the day to day grind. And that was definitely, uh, you know, tough for me. And especially, you know, that team, as you know, was uh, was really good. So every day in practice, you know, I was getting getting humbled a little bit by some of those guys and, um, you know, uh, whether it be, you know, Ty Roberts and, you know, Christian Oshita, Chris Hansen, all those guys like it was it was definitely uh you know, a humbling experience, but, um, I think coming out of that year, I definitely got a lot better. I improved my, my game in a lot of ways. And then, you know, I feel like that, um, that spring and summer going into my, uh, my like retro freshman year, my first year playing, um, I think it definitely showed, I got a lot better, made a lot of strides and, um, I felt like I was ready to kind of hit the ground, uh, running, um, that first, that COVID year. So I think it was really good for my development overall. What was that COVID year like with all of the extra steps that you had to take to get on the court to practice and, and then eventually play games and having games postponed and so on? Yeah, that was uh, obviously not not the most ideal situation. Um, like you said, having games canceled, like with short notice. Um, I remember a couple of times, yeah, I was 
you know, sitting at home, getting ready to play. And I get a text at like 3 p.m., you know, the day of a 7 p.m. game saying that, you know, the game's canceled and we're not playing. So, yeah, it was definitely um, emotionally difficult to to deal with and like not having fans in the building. Yeah, all that would definitely took its toll toll on on me and I know other guys as well. And, um, you know, and you could also get a little negative and say, is this ever going to like, and are we ever going to have, you know, fans back in the building and, and all that stuff kind of creeps into your head. And um, I think just, you know, staying with trusting the process, um, going to practice every day, getting better, um, you know, kind of just having, you know, hope that things were going to eventually turn in the right direction as far as, you know, COVID and, and uh, you know, all the safety precautions and all that was, was a uh, concern. And obviously, um, you know, that makes it more special now, you know, having these, you know, sellout crowds and packed arenas. Uh, it, it's definitely special for me because I remember a time when, you know, there were no fans in the building. So um, I'm definitely grateful that we've come out of it and it's kind of all over now. During that COVID time, were you living at home or were you staying on campus? I was living uh, off campus with a couple of my teammates from that year. Yeah. But uh, so the living situation was good. Everything was was kind of normal, except, uh, you know, the you know game game stuff wasn't good with no crowds. And then uh, school was all online, too. You know, so I wasn't getting that full college experience either at that time. So, you know, uh, it was, uh, it was definitely not the, not the best time, uh, you know, socially and, and whatnot, but I'm grateful that we've come out of it on the other side. Yeah. You talked about having to, when you did get to play, you were playing with empty buildings and no fans in the stands. How did you all create your own energy? At first, I think it was it was easier, um, like when the season started, because we hadn't played in. I think you remember that year we, our first game wasn't until like the end of December, so we had we hadn't played a game in in you know what is that nine nine plus months, ten months, and uh, so I think at first we were all really excited um, to just get on the court and um, get going. But as the season went on, I think it was definitely tougher to find you know that that energy um amongst us uh, especially like going on the road and traveling and still playing in these empty empty venues uh it wasn't it was definitely difficult at times to you know kind of get motivated and get get up for those games and especially with the back-to-backs uh as you remember like the second game of those back-to-backs it's like just it's it's tough to to find that that energy and that motivation to get to get fired up for for those games not at all trying to rush you out of here or anything but what have been some of your favorite memories as a triton so far yeah i mean obviously um i think i got to start with uh our wins wins against cal um that's that's those have been special to me um you know, obviously that that game last year at home against Cal, um, you know, I was able to, to make the, you know, that big shot. And that was obviously a very, you know, surreal and, and cool moment that I feel like it's hard to replicate, hard to be in a situation like that. Um, and, uh, you know, that's something that I'll always, always remember and always cherish uh, that that win in that moment. Um, and then this season, obviously, uh even that San Diego State game was was special to me. Um, you know, even though we didn't 
get the win. I uh, think get the result we wanted uh, just that atmosphere and, and uh, the way we competed and, um, you know, the energy in the building was, was unreal. And um, I think we definitely uh, put us on the map as far as, you know, fans and, you know, outsiders are concerned and they, they're starting to, you know, realize that UC San Diego basketball is, um, you know, for real and, and no joke. And I think that was, uh, you know, a night that I'll, I'll always remember as well. You talked about the second win over Cal where you hit the, the game winning shot in the final seconds at, at Lion Tree Arena, but that's not the only time you've done that at Bakersfield. You hit the game winning shot and, at Long Beach last season, you hit the shot to send the game to overtime, a game that the Tritons eventually won uh, in OT. What is it about those last second moments? Uh, where do you get that confidence? Yeah, I think it starts with, you know, my coaches have have trust in me and, you know, letting me kind of have the ball in those those late game uh, tight situations. Um, but at the same time, you know, I I, I feel like I, I thrive in those moments. Um, I, I really, uh, you know, enjoy those uh, kind of last second uh, situations, which is something that I think I've I've liked. I've loved playing in big games since I was a little kid. And, you know, I think it's just uh, kind of stayed with me and, um you know, haven't made all the, haven't made all of them, but uh, you know, when you make a when you make a game winning shot or a game tying shot, it it definitely uh, you know that feeling's really uh, something hard that's hard to describe, and that rush you get, um, and it's something that, uh, like I said, I'm grateful that that my coaches trust me to, you know, have the ball in in those end of game situations. Our guest on Triton Cast this week is Bryce Pope. How old were you when you started playing basketball? Yeah, I started playing when I was, I think, like sixth or seventh grade. Um, so not not too early. Um, I played all the sports growing up. Um, played you know basketball, soccer, baseball. Uh, those were kind of the, my my three uh, main sports, and I uh, I played all those up until like eighth eighth or ninth grade, and um, I felt like I you know, kind of wanted to make a, a decision about, you know, picking one sport to, to focus on. And, um, you know, I, I felt like, uh, you know, basketball was probably the sport I was, uh, you know, loved the most and was probably the best at. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I made that decision. It's, uh, it's worked out pretty well. What position did you play in baseball? Uh, I played pitcher, pitcher and catcher, actually, funny enough. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was honestly between baseball and basketball. Uh, those were my final two, you know, kind of options. And I just, uh, you know, I picked basketball and, uh, but I, I love baseball. I still love watching, you know, baseball. I go to a lot of Padres games, um, probably go to 20, 20 plus games a year at Petco park. Um, I love that, that atmosphere there. And, um, so I'm still a big, big Padres fan, big, big fan of baseball. So, um, that's, that's definitely my, my second favorite sport, um, uh, and, and maybe my favorite sport to watch. It's been a tough off season for the Padres. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It has, but it's been rough. It's been rough. So, so back to basketball, you have a twin brother, Mike, uh, was he a hooper as well the entire time or did he have different interests? Yeah, him, him and I had similar, we, we had similar kind of upbringings um, as far as sports 
we're concerned. Uh, we all, uh, you know, we played, he, he was the same way. He played a bunch of sports growing up and, um, you know, we definitely had some, some nice battles in the, in the backyard, uh, playing, you know, one-on-one and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was definitely, uh, you know, uh, a unique experience growing up that obviously not a lot of people have that experience. Um, I also have an older brother as well who, uh, ran track and field at, um, San Jose state. He just graduated this, this last year. So, um, yeah, it was, it was an athletic family for sure. And, um, we had a lot of, you know, good, you know, basketball wars, like I said, in, in the, in the backyard, uh, growing up. I can only imagine. I know Mike is, is at San Marcos now. Do you get to see him play at all? I'm sure the schedules don't align too often. Yeah, it's, it's tougher now uh, with, with conference play starting. Um, they're Thursdays and Saturdays mostly as well. But um, in the non-conference, I was able to to go out and uh, que- uh, see quite a bit of those um, games. You know, i uh probably been to, you know, five to ten of his games this season. And, um, yeah, with Coach Booker as well, it's, uh, it's a nice little, uh, you know, I get to see some familiar faces and you know that they're, they're doing well and, and Mike's playing, playing really well. So it's uh, you know, I'm happy for, for coach Booker and, and the success that they're having. Yeah, no question. That is very cool to see. Do you and Mike critique each other's games or performances maybe? Yeah. <laughs> maybe like brag to one another. Maybe if, you know, if he has a you know better game than me or whatever, then, you know, he might, he might let me have it. Uh, but Critiquing our, our games now. I mean, we're we're our, we're each other's biggest fans and biggest supporters. So, um, you know, we'll let other people critique our games. We're not gonna we're not gonna sit there and, and critique each other's games. I know, being a San Diego guy, you like to get out on the water and, and surf as well. Uh, when did you start doing that, or how long have you been surfing? I've been surfing off and on um, since I was a kid. Um, you know, probably middle school, high school is when I uh, really started to take it more seriously. Um, and then, uh, you know, with basketball, it is it is tougher to to you know get out there as much as I would like. But in the summers, uh, that's when I really you know get out there every day. The last few summers, I've I've you know basically surfed every single day, and and uh, you know it's one of those things that um, you need to do a lot to to kind of perfect your craft but um i love it out there it's uh it's an adrenaline rush um and uh you know i like going at you know sunset uh it's it's beautiful um you know kind of sitting there on your board looking at the the sun um going down um you know it's 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 uh there's nothing like it it's uh it's something that i i enjoy doing greatly is there something about it that gives you sort of a mental escape too from the world, I guess. I think there is, I think there's, there's definitely an element of that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's relaxing. It's, it's peaceful. Um, yeah, like you said, you don't have to, you know, you can kind of escape all your, you know, all your problems, I guess, in life or issues. Um, you know, it's just you and and the ocean you're not really thinking about anything else. Um, yeah. So I think it's, it's definitely serene. And, and, uh, I think there is a, an escape factor there for sure. If I'm not mistaken, you get out on the golf course too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. I I, I do play uh play a little bit of golf. Um, not not as much as I would like, but um, yeah. I mean, I I would say I like being outdoors. You know, surfing, uh, golfing. Um, 
so I skate, skateboard a little bit. Uh, my coaches may not want to hear that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, definitely uh, like an avid outdoorsman. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely uh, I go to the golfing range a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm out there quite a bit and uh, I like, uh, you know, I like that lifestyle of, of, you know, going out there with your friends and, you know, driving the golf co- golf cart and just, you know, I think there's also a, an escape factor with golf too, you know, just being out on the, you know, San Diego's obviously has some very beautiful golf courses, uh, Torrey Pines being one of them. Uh, I go out to Rancho Santa Fe uh, quite a bit and just, you know, it's a similar sort of thing. It's just peaceful, you know, your nature, you're not really thinking about, um, you know, life. You're just kind of, you know, thinking about what you're, what's in front of you and just hitting balls with your friends and, it's definitely a relaxing experience. We're chatting with Bryce Pope from men's basketball on Triton cast this week. What kinds of things do you do uh, either physically or mentally to get ready for a game on game day? Yeah, I, I would say um, it's funny. I, I used to be earlier in my career, much more like routine and like very superstitious in a way. But I think as my career has gone on and, and I've gotten more confidence, um, I'm not as like rigid about, you know, every little thing that I do before games, uh, because I know that, you know, I have the confidence that that's not going to, you know, affect me too much. I don't want to forget to do one thing and and then be like, oh, shoot, like I'm not going to play well now, you know. So um, but, you know, some of the things I like to do or um, I like to, you know, take a little nap before games um, for like half an hour, usually a um, couple hours before the game. Um, and then just like to, you know, relax and kind of almost meditate in a way and just think about visualize, like how I want to see the game going. And, and then, uh, usually play some, um, like music, uh, to get me, get me going, get some like caffeine in me, usually, uh, go to Starbucks and get some coffee. And then, um, you know, from there it's about like an hour before I leave, uh, either head on the bus or drive to the arena to Lion Tree Arena. Um, that's kind of when I start to get like really locked in and, and, you know, start to get my energy level up and, um, start to get, you know, pumped up and kind of ready to go, uh, ready to go for the game. So, um, I like to, I like to, once I get to the arena, I like to be fired up and, and ready to go. But you're not lacing up the left shoe before the right or anything like that necessarily no no um i think maybe earlier in my career i would like to maybe eat the same exact thing every game day or shower at a certain time before the game or whatever it may be but i think now um, as i matured and and improved my game i think um i'm not as you know superstitious as i uh you know previous previously was was that a conscious decision to put those habits behind you or was it something over time that evolved and you just realized you weren't necessarily doing the exact same things any longer? I think it was, um, just something that evolved, you know, I think, uh, you know, maybe, you know, I forgot to do one of my superstitions before a game and then I still played, you know, had a really good game. And then I realized like, maybe, you know, maybe this isn't as important as I thought it was, you know, which kind of gives you, it's, it's a good feeling to have, you know, I don't have to be that routine, you know, kind of oriented um, and super, you know, on edge and anxious about every little thing I do. I can have that that trust in myself and that, you know, kind of relaxation and knowing that, um, 
you know, I'm going to be fine and I'm going to, I'm going to give myself the best opportunity to go out and perform at a high level. Listening to you describe that price, it almost sounds like it was liberating in a way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, I think it was, um, I think it has been, and it, it's definitely a, a weight off my shoulders for sure. You talked about kind of locking in and, and getting that energy up as you arrive at the arena. Is there a go-to playlist or anything for you or music you like to listen to, or is it really just you and your own thoughts or something else? Yeah, it's kind of a, I guess, hot take. I, I like to listen to like a lot of like EDM and like kind of instrumental, like house music stuff. Um, kind of not a lot of lyrics, like, but it's just kind of like almost like disco music, like just pump up, like kind of get your get your heart rate up uh, type music. So that's something that I have been routinely, you know, doing since the start of my, you know, collegiate career. So that's, that I've kept with me. Um, you know, I think that it really, um, gets, gets the blood pumping, gets, gets me in the right headspace, uh, gets me excited to play, um, which I think, you know, is very important as we talked about earlier, like a lot of, you know, I think performing well is about, you know, how can you bring your own energy? How can you, you know, get your energy at a, at the highest level possible. And, um, you know, that's kind of been my formula to, to creating that energy. Real estate and development major from Thurgood Marshall College. Why that major and what might you want to do in real life? Yeah, you know, I thought it was, uh, you know, coming into college, it was a really um, interesting major. It's a, it's a newer major. Um, I think it first started in um, like 20, 2018, 2017. So relatively new major. And uh you know, I'm very glad with the decision um, I made to to join that major. Um, you know, I have some friends and friends and family who are in uh, commercial real estate, and uh, you know, that's that's definitely um, bodes well in, in you know what I want to do. Um, I do uh, plan on going into commercial real estate um, after I'm done, uh, you know, playing basketball, and um, you know. I I've done um, an I did an internship this last summer um, in that field, commercial real estate field, which I think was a was a cool experience for me and and getting that, you know, real work experience. And, um, you know, I think after doing that, it's something that I can, you know, really see myself doing and, and you know, potentially excelling in one day. And, you know, the majors kind of prepared me for that. Uh, I've been learning a lot of you know, different um, uh, knowledge about, you know, commercial real estate and, and you know, I'll be getting my commercial re or my real estate license um, in the next few months. So um, I'm really glad that I chose that major and it's something that, um, you know, has been beneficial to me uh, moving forward. When your time is done at UC San Diego, would you consider, or do you plan to consider pursuing pro basketball first? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely in the back of my, back of my head. Uh, my coaches are always, uh, you know, talking to me about it and, and, you know, kind of trying to get me to, to think about it, but, uh, I'm not thinking that far ahead, honestly. Um, you know, I'm just kind of living, um, day to day right now. And obviously, you know, having next year as well, eligibility next year. Um, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm grateful to have, but, um, as far as once I'm done playing, um, I haven't really gave it, too much thought about, you know, pursuing professional opportunities. Um, I'm just trying to play as well as I can. And, um, you know, hopefully I do open some doors for myself, but. 
you, like I said, it's not something that I, I think about on a you know daily basis. So I read that your favorite player to watch is Steph Curry, but I know you're a Lakers fan. Is that even allowed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's kind of kind of contradicting myself there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's allowed uh, just the way, you know, Steph Curry's kind of, you know, changed the game. And, um, you know, he's he's made, uh, you know, he's changed the, the game at at the NBA level. But then also, you know, as far down as, you know, club basketball, AAU basketball, you know, I think kids are approaching the game a little differently uh, for better and worse. Um, obviously, um, you know, just the way he's been able to, you know, use the, the three point shot um, to kind of, you know, help his game. And then also, you know, his team's game, the Warriors have kind of been a renaissance team for, you know, how many threes they, they take and, and just the way they play. And um, I've just admired, uh, you know, Steph's ability to, to, you know, shoot threes off the catch, shoot threes off the dribble. And um, it's really been amazing to see his his career unfold. And he's still, you know, I think, what is he, 30, 35, 36, still, um, still able to be one of the best players in the league. And just his longevity is uh, is really inspirational. So it's 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 been cool to watch. Do you have a favorite spot on the court to take threes? I would say probably left left wing left wing um yeah i don't know what that is i think just you know i kind of like uh i guess a lot of righties actually say that they like shooting um on the left side um i think it's a little easier to get your shot off that way um but yeah i would say say left wing and i think i think i've someone was telling me that that's where i've made the most threes this season um you know because we have like shot analytics um that our coaches look at you right. know where where we take shots from and where we make most of our shots so i i'm pretty sure someone was telling me that left wing is where i've made um the most shots this year so yeah how many free throws would you say you take in a day at practice or on your own time yeah i i i i feel like i've shot quite a bit i wasn't happy with um you know, my percentages last year uh, from the free throw line, uh, my assistant coaches are, were actually joking with me about about that in the offseason. They they were there. That was an emphasis for me this year is getting that that free throw percentage up just because I get to the line quite a bit. And, you know, I, I, I really want to cast those in. And I think I've done a good job this year. My percentage has gone up quite a bit. And um, yeah, I mean, I would say I, I usually take somewhere between 50 to 100 free throws every day at practice. Um, you know, and then before games, I I shoot a lot of free throws. Um, I shoot around, and then also, you know, in warmups, um, you know, before tip off. Um, that's something that I've definitely been been focusing on a lot this season, and um, I've done it. I've been doing a good job of it. Can you tell? I mean, certainly matchups play a part of it, and opposing defenses and so on. But can you tell, either in warmups or leading up to a game, that you're going to have a good shooting night? That's a good question. Um, I, I'd like to say yes. Um, <laughs> I like to say yes, but uh, I think there is a little element of that of that feeling good before the game, and and you know you know hitting all your shots at warmups. I think there definitely is some correlation to um, you know shooting it really well in warmups and having that confidence and just kind of knowing in your head like like I feel really good right now. Like um, 
you know, once the game starts, I think this this feeling is going to continue and and I'm going to have some some success uh, on the court tonight. But as you said, obviously, it's not a, you know, 100 percent correlation rate. Um, you know, I've had games where I haven't felt good in warm ups and I've gone out and played really well, you know. But I've also, you know, I think I've been on the other side of it where I feel really good in warmups and then, you know, the game doesn't go up, go as planned. So I think I think there is some correlation, but I don't think it's, you know, exact an exact science, so to speak. We're chatting with Bryce Pope this week on Triton Cast. Are you ready for some quick picks? Yeah, let's do it. Ocean or pool? Ocean. I'm starting easy here. Beach or mountains? Beach. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Reading or writing? Writing. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Shopping in line or online or in store? In store. Peanut butter, creamy or crunchy? Creamy. One place you've never been that you most want to visit? Greece. Why Greece? I've had some friends that have have gone there and and you know um, to Mykonos and they've they've just loved it and you know going to Italy this this summer I think that was I don't know if they're I would say they're similar but I think there is some correlation between between uh those two places and um I'm a big beach guy like I like I mentioned and I know Greece is known for their for their beaches um so I think it's somewhere that I could really see myself enjoying a lot Cats or dogs Dogs Calls or texts Calls Podcasts or playlists Playlist, probably. Realist or dreamer? Dreamer. Ice cream, cup or cone? Cup. Which one of your teammates currently thinks that they're the funniest? Probably. That's a good one. Probably Camden McCormick. Which of your teammates is the funniest? <laughs> um, I'm going to say, uh, I think uh, Kate Pendleton's, he's a, he's a funny guy. He's, he's pretty funny. So I, I, I'd say Kate. Which one of your teammates is the best cook? I think... Uh, Hayden Gray's cooked some stuff for for the team a few times, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hayden with that. He's barbecued some, some good meals, so yeah, that's that's my pick. Pizza topping, pepperoni, pepperoni and sausage. Um, not not pineapple. Okay. No pineapple. No pineapple. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, I got it. French toast, pancakes, or waffles. I'm going to go French toast. Ice cream flavor. Salted caramel. Caramel. Ooh, impressive. All right. And we'll end with this one. 
although I think I know where you're going to go with this. If you could play one other sport as a Triton for one day, which sport would you play? Baseball. Love it. Bryce, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. We'll see if Bryce has some more late game heroics in store coming up. The Tritons host UC Riverside Thursday at Lion Tree Arena before a battle at first place UC Davis on Saturday. Both games will air live on ESPN+. Be sure you're subscribed to TritonCast on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss a moment. New episodes of TritonCast premiere on Wednesdays. Thank you for listening this week, and don't forget you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms by searching TritonCast wherever you get your pods. And a reminder that you can listen to any of our 92 episodes anytime on demand. Just visit ucsdtritons.com slash podcasts. For more on TritonCast, follow us on x at TritonCast. And if you have a suggestion for a future guest, you can send us a tweet or you can email us at TritonCast at ucsd.edu. We'll see you back here next time. You've been listening to TritonCast. TritonCast is a production of UC San Diego Athletics Communications. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your platform of choice. If you have show questions or comments or suggestions for future guests, email us at tritoncast at ucsd.edu. You can also follow the show on Twitter at tritoncast. Thank you.